Welcome to this episode of Living La Vida de Luxury, a podcast for my black and brown women who are looking for a community to elevate their lives and careers. We'll talk about first-gen experiences with money, careers, our backgrounds, life, and just some plain old girl talk. All right, girl, let's get to it. Hey, y'all. Did you miss me? I know you did because I miss talking to y'all too. I took a hiatus as I had different things going on in my life, but now I am back. If you haven't heard yet, I quit my corporate job. Ah, Yes, I quit that six-figure, stable, and steady income, that position with the benefits, Yes, I quit it. I am now on my own building my HR consulting and career coaching businesses, and I'll tell you more about it. So let's rewind a bit. I'm gonna take you through this journey and just to kind of give you a little bit, a little sense of background. So back in 2021 is really when my taste of entrepreneurship started. I had just bought my new home and uh, I was listening to a podcaster who I love and she's been also a a coach, a mentor. And um, at that point, it just kind of dawned on me that I could become my own boss one day and that I should. So I was really trying to figure out how to make money or extra money, I would say, because I had a, a day job, a nine to five. So I thought, how can I make extra money? One day out of nowhere, a friend of mine who also was an ex-coworker hits me up and says, Nada, I know that you write resumes. I need help with mine. Well, actually, I wasn't writing resumes yet at this point. I actually was working in HR as a recruiter. So obviously, I look at resumes all day long, and I know what to look for in a resume. So that's really the reason why he had reached out to me on that. And that's when the light bulb just went off and said, ding, this is it. This is it. This is a need for people. People need this service. You have the experience. So might as well. And I literally took that leap of faith. And I remember putting it out there on social media, on my Facebook, on my Instagram, just letting people know that I write resumes. I can revamp your resume if you need it. And excuse me. I said, hit me up. And my books were booked and busy. Okay. Like I didn't even have anything automated set up. I didn't have Calendly. I didn't have anything. I literally was just taking people just by them, either sending me a message, a text, and that was it. And then that's when I really saw that People really, really need that service. It's a need and I can make money off of it. So I remember starting off at $50 to write, revamp your resume. And that was like super, super cheap, right? And I didn't really know what to charge because I was new to what I was doing. And I thought that my price was very fair and that my audience would, you know, definitely want to pay that, which they did. And I was 
booked and busy. Like I said, literally for weeks at a time, my books, my calendar was busy. So I'm definitely grateful for that time. And it was out of nowhere. And another ex-colleague, she reaches out to me and says, Nada, you know, we could definitely use your service. I work with an IT school and, you know, you could definitely bring your service, your resume writing revamping service to work with our school part-time. And what you'll do is when the students are ready to graduate from the program, you can come in to revamp the resumes for them. And I said, you know what? That's definitely a good idea. And I mean, listen, companies that pay you are guaranteed money. Okay. It's better than paying with individual people. So, and the checks were nice. Okay. Nice, nice checks. I was making, um, like a high four figure, um, on a weekly basis with them. So you can imagine what I brought home at the end of the month. So I was making like about, I want to say like $4,000 every week with them. That's how many resumes that they had. Plus, remember, I'm charging at a different rate. That's another episode for, for a different time. But with them, I definitely was making a lot more and guaranteed money. So then while I was working with them, they knew that I have HR experience and they also suggested to me, hey, look, we would definitely like to bring you on board as a part-time HR professional with us, kind of like a consultant, right, to help us establish our HR department. And we are going to be expanding. So we need this person to just really come in and help us with this. And I said, of course, why not? I'm not going to turn down business. I'm not going to turn down money. So I helped them. I worked with them maybe about a total of like five, six months. And I helped them set everything up work with them through everything, through all the process. And they were very, very excited. At the end of it, I made, uh, I can't even remember, like I think just 20,000 just to help them set up their department. That was, remember, like five, six months. And I've done this three or four times before. So this was a walk in the park for me. And I was very excited after that because I really saw potential in this. And I told myself, damn, okay, so I could see myself becoming my own business owner and these doors are, doors are opening up for me. At work, because I have LinkedIn and you know, you're, you have coworkers on your LinkedIn and I started like just kind of promoting it on LinkedIn, what I was doing. Not so much working with the businesses, but working on the career coaching stuff. And then it was brought to my attention. Oh, we see on LinkedIn that you're, you know, you have your own business and you're doing this and you're doing that, which is great. But we would like for you to tone it down. You know, um, we want you to focus here on your job here, on this role, the company here that you're working with. At that time, I really loved my job and the company. So I put my own business, my own wants and my own needs to the back burner. And let me tell y'all, learn it from me. Don't ever do that. Don't ever choose anybody else or any other company or anything else before you, because these companies are so quick to get rid of you when they don't need you. Trust me. I see it happen all the time. So anyways, 
I didn't want to lose my job. I didn't want to, you know, have any bad terms or anything like that with my boss, the company. So I did. I really stopped uh, doing even resumes. Like here and there, I would promote about it or here and there people would hit me up. But it wasn't something that I was dedicated to just because I was like, I don't want no trouble. I want to stay clear of anything. I, I don't want nobody looking at me and saying, Nada, Nada, Nada. So anyway, this was back in 2021, 22. Okay, so now we're in year 22, 2022. And so I'm not really doing much of anything really. But then I said, you know, I would definitely like to still make passive income regardless. So that way I'm not really putting myself out there, but I'm still making extra money. So, you know, which I have, have a blog, um, which monetizes. I have the podcast, which monetizes. I have other, you know, passive income streams. So it kind of really helps to set myself up where, okay, I could see where all of this is going. Then I really thought, okay, if I outperform, if I work well, if I do great, if I put the best work in, stick my neck out and everything, I will be up for a promotion, right? I mean, I always heard, Nada, you're doing such a great job. Nada, you're this. Nada, you're that. Nada, oh my gosh, right? So I always got the kudos and the praise. So I just knew when the opportunity comes, I'm going to get that job. Now, mind you, I was a manager, a manager level uh, person in corporate. After being a manager in corporate, usually the next step is being a director. From a director, then it's probably like a VP or something like that. Then I, one of our co- one of my coworkers at that time, he decided that he was going to resign. He was going to go to a different company. And I said, oh my God, this is my time. This is it right now. And you know, I tried to do the best work. I tried to really do everything so that way there was no question that Nada does not qualify, right? That it was always, no, Nada does qualify for this position. So anyway, long story short, um, I was spoken about, you know, potential, taking on more of the uh, the responsibilities of the role. And then we are going to go into December of 22. So I'm sitting in my office, waiting, waiting anxiously for my performance review. And keep in mind, I've put in countless hours of hard work from starting employee resource groups and speaking at you know, other industry events and having engagements and I've facilitated trainings and you name it, I've done it, whether if it's within the company or even just within the industry. So of course, you can imagine my anticipation is unbearable as I'm expecting not only recognition, but also promotion and a significant raise. But life doesn't always go as planned, right? So when the review finally arrives, I find myself disappointed. I got a half a step promotion because I was taking more responsibility, but I wasn't getting the title that I wanted. And I really wanted a director role. I didn't get it. And then my pay, my base pay increase was $10,000 with, of course, an increase end of year bonus. And of course, just a pat on the back and uh, keep up the good work. So 
it's safe to say that I was disheartened, just to say the least. And then this is when I told myself I would be serious to venture out on my own. Okay. So this was December. Come January, I was like, all right, I'm going to still do my job. I'm going to still do what I'm supposed to do, but I'm going to dedicate more to my business. I'm going to dedicate more to myself. And that's exactly what I did. I started like, you know, telling certain people that I know in the industry and other people that I look up to. And I said, look, this is what I'm trying to do. My plan is to eventually leave out on my own, do my own thing. My plan was 2024, you know, I would be by January. I thought I would be leaving. And I got so much support by so many people that I know and that I trusted and I told. They were just like, Nada, if you do it, like your business is going to be booming. But, you know, like there's always this fear inside of you, especially when it's like unknown, unknown territory. I've never been out on business completely on my own. Okay, I've had a business part time on the side which I can't really say so much about that because when you're really full-time in it, you're in the trenches. It's different versus when you always have your steady nine-to-five income and then you're working on this, which could be like a, like a side project, right? Like a, like a hustle. But I knew that I wanted to eventually get out on my own. So, you know, after just kind of sharing with my core group of friends and, and just associates and people that I look up to and trusted. Um, I also had other opportunities present, be presented to me. So I would be invited to speak at industry events, facilitate, uh, facilitate industry trainings. Um, I would be kind of everywhere. (laughs) Like at least once a month, I was a part of something which was outside of the company. And, um, you know, I first mentioned it to my boss, like, Hey, you know, I've been invited to this. And I would definitely like to be a part of it. Those efforts were supported in in the beginning, right? They were supported. And I thought, okay, great. I can definitely still pursue what I love to do, my passion, which is also speaking to a group of people. Hence why I have this podcast. (laughs) So I thought, okay, great. I could still do my job and still also do and pursue what I love to do. Well, you know, after after so much, it just did not go that way. But anyway, I'm just not the type to dwell on setbacks. I continue to give my all at work. I took on the new responsibilities. Now, did my enthusiasm decrease? Yeah. Did my engagement decrease? Yeah. But I just felt that after a while, it was what I was doing outside of the company just was not seen as with so much joy and pride as in the beginning. It started to really become part of my one-on-one meetings with my boss. And it was always, you know, discuss what I was doing outside of the company, which to me, I'm like, you know, it's great exposure for the company. And yeah, it's great exposure for me too, but it's great exposure for the company. And I mean, no shade, but I know because I've heard it from a lot of people's mouths that they first did not know who the company that I worked for was until 
I brought them up until I talked about them. So I know that my name and my voice in the industry rings bell, draws attention, and people just want to be a part of it. So I thought I was doing a good thing. I thought I was doing a win-win for all of us, right? I'm doing a win for me because I'm doing what I love to do. And I'm doing a win for you guys because I'm helping y'all as well to still gain more publicity and gain more attention. Well, it just always seemed to be a core of our conversations. And um, it just got to the point where, you know, I felt that that was being overlooked versus my performance or what I've done, what I've brought to the table, what I've brought to the team. So um, lots of things were said and things like that in the meetings that we held, but I'll have to go into detail another day on that. (laughs) Today we're talking about why I left corporate, but anyway, I was always on top of my job, right? I was always making sure that I got whatever I needed to do done, any projects, any tasks, whatever it was that I needed to do. I was learning a new role, so I was still kind of in that learning phase as well. But like I said, it was always about what I what else I was doing outside of the company. Sometimes I would be at these events for, they were one-hour events. Sometimes they would be virtual one-hour events. I would attend those one-hour events. Sometimes, yes, they were taking three, four hours and I would take my PTO. So it wasn't like I was interfering with my work day with these events, with these things, because I just knew how to manage my time. So then came the ultimatums, the moment of truth. (laughs) And then my boss essentially told me to choose between my job and my side business and what I was doing, the speaking engagements, the career coaching stuff and all that which, you know, it was definitely a tough call. But after much contemplation, heartfelt decisions, uh, discussions with my partner, I decided to take the leap. Now, I would say earlier this year is when I really dedicated my time to network, put myself out there, kind of like under the radar, right? About starting an HR consulting business, still promoting my career coaching, but really trying to get into HR consulting. The reason why I wanted to get into HR consulting was because you make more money off of that. Like you can charge five, six figures for one project, one thing to the business. And career coaching, you know, it's I love that because I love to help people, people who don't know how to ace their interview or what to do during the process or what to say. And I love to see that. And I love to help people like that because a lot of us are minorities and we didn't grow up with parents who probably had the best education or had a career like we have. We couldn't go to them and ask them how to do this, how to do that, what to say, what not to say. So that was the reason why I started my career coaching business. And then the HR consulting was, you know, I just felt that I know what I bring to the table. I know what I've brought to every company that I've worked with. And I know what I can do and how I can help them. So I decided that I just wanted to venture out and do my own thing. So here we are. 
And through the networking, through just kind of putting myself out there, I picked up a few clients who just said, hey, can you do this for me? Can you do that? And it, like minor things, right? Can you revamp this handbook for us? Can you revamp these um, forms for us? Like it wasn't anything big, but they were paying me a good amount of money to be able to do that. After just kind of looking it through and then having those ultimatums being said to me, that's when I started to really think and thought to myself, you know what? Maybe she's right. Maybe I should quit now, dedicate my time now, focus now, and maybe we'll see how it goes. So yeah, so I took that leap of faith and uh, I will say that fast forward to today, it's only been a week. So today is literally a week since I have been fully on my own, since I've officially became my own boss. And you know what? Business has been booming. I've been having back-to-back meetings, wrapping up client work, and, you know, there's some leading conversations. So it's been very exhilarating. Like I trust that God put me through this to get to this point. It's been on my mind for about three years almost, right? To eventually quit corporate and be out on my own. I didn't know how. I didn't know exactly when. I didn't know any of that, but I just knew it was something that just kept tugging at me, tugging at my mind, at my heart, that I just knew that I should do this. So I just feel that God has really put everything in its right place, has been opening up the doors for me, has been, you know, putting me in front of the right people. I mean, I just feel blessed. I honestly feel blessed. I remember when I first quit like even like on my first day i would have my friends they would hit me up and say nada how you feeling how you feeling today it's day one of you know business ownership and entrepreneurship and i honestly said i feel great i feel amazing y'all i feel i woke up in the morning and i felt very excited very hopeful to the day um i love the flexibility like i can in the middle of the day run some errands i can go to the grocery store i can go to the gym i can do whatever in the middle of the day i don't have a set nine to five schedule if i want to work in the evening guess what i can and i do and i will and i happily do it because it's for me it's myself my business i would have never ever stayed out late to finish some work for my job. No, I'm like, that's my personal time. I'm not gonna, no, I'm not gonna give y'all more than your 40 hours a week as you ask me to work for. But when it's your business, it's your baby, it's your own. It doesn't feel like work, honestly. It feels like you're just doing something for fun. It's just, if you're a business owner, you understand what I'm saying because it just doesn't feel like work. You really wake up every day excited, ready to look forward to what the day is going to bring. So I will say that I've learned that. And sometimes you have to really just bet on yourself and take that leap of faith, even when the path is uncertain. Because it's really incredible at how much, how much can change in just a week. 
And I can't wait to see where this journey takes me next. In just a week, I've been speaking to so many people. And still, my calendar, even for this week and upcoming weeks, I'm busy. I'm attending networking events. I'm attending other meetings. Uh, I'm attending other possible potential clients meetings. I have work that I have to still complete for current clients that I have. Um, I mean, I'm just very, very excited just to see what's, what's going to happen. So this is the story why I quit corporate. <laughs> um, I will have another episode where I will say how I quit corporate. And in that episode, I, of course, I'm sure you're probably going to wonder about, okay, how did you do it? How can you afford to do it? What about your benefits? What about this? What about that? I will talk about that in another episode for sure. So stay tuned to my next episode on how I quit corporate. But I hope that today what you take from this is that believe in yourself, take that leap of faith, ask God for sure for guidance. Trust me, every day I would pray about my business, about myself, about my job, about what I was going through. And I would say for those about like nine, eight months, it was such a foggy time for me. I probably felt the most down about myself that I felt in such a long time because I would even question myself. I would feel that I would question myself as to, Nada, how the, how the hell did you even get here? You know, like how the hell, you know, but um, thank God I got out of it and I'm here. And you know what? I'm not mad at the little push that my boss gave me. You know what? I'm actually thankful. I'm actually happy that she did that because if she would not have pushed me, then I would have still been in corporate, miserable as fuck. And I would have been there thinking, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to get up out of here. So yeah, there you have it. And oh, and I forgot to mention as well about the money part when I quit. Other people that got promoted around the same time that I did, you know, this is the New Year promotions, they got more money than I got. That was another thing too that kind of made me kind of give the side eye and say, wow, that's very interesting how I could have contributed so much to the company and I only got $10,000 increase when other people were getting two, three, four times more than what I was getting. But um, yeah, that was part of it. So yes, money, recognition, all of that definitely have a part to play. So if you're a business owner, let me tell you, definitely recognize your people, pay your people what they're worth. Okay. If you have stellar performers, make sure to treat them right because we will leave. We will leave whether if it's for another company, for a better opportunity or for ourselves. That's just how I see it. Thank you for tuning into this episode. And if you've been inspired by today's story, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. And remember, it's never too late to pursue your dreams. Until next time, keep chasing those dreams. And who knows, we might be featuring your story on this podcast one day. Take care, y'all.
Thank you for listening to Live in La Vida de Luxury. I hope you got some gems from it. Add them to your stash and enjoy luxury with me. Let's connect and be friends on all socials. I've added links to connect and my blog within the details of this episode. Till next time.